What's up, y'all? We are back from our little hiatus. We went a little bit long, um, but once again, here is the top part of a bracket. Make sure to check out part one for that. Not very risky, as you can tell. One and two seeds. Apparently, Texas is the hottest team back. Texas is back, apparently. But now we're going to the East. Where are, are we going to finally have a difference? Or are we going to just go one seed wins? Uh, one seed's going to win this one. The, okay, let me let me talk about the matchups. The matchup is either a 14-20 and 20 Texas Southern team, okay, if they win, they're 15-20, and 20, and then a team that didn't even win their conference tournament. So it's between two teams that probably should not have made it in every other scenario ever playing against Zach Eady, who is taller than probably – by like eight inches in the next tallest person on either of those teams. I haven't done much research on either of those teams because let's be honest, they're not winning this game. It's going to look like Taco Fall and versus Duke that year. Well, I mean, Duke won that game. Well, Duke won that game, but I'm saying like how, how big he looked. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. You know, you know, a good comparison here, because we'll get to this soon, will be Oral Roberts, who has a 7-5 Connor Vanover, but We'll, we'll go to the next matchup. Kevin, you're The next meeting. matchup. My bad. Thanks. You go. So, Purdue. I picked Purdue. Got it. Wonderful. Now, Memphis versus FAU. How is this an 8-9, man? This is the ridiculous 8-9. This is ridiculous. FAU being a 9 seed is quite plos- possibly the worst – pick by the committee they should honestly be a seven seed they probably got this wrong by two seed lines maybe three if they put them at six you wouldn't see me complaining and i, I and now they're screwed because they have to play memphis yeah and i'm taking it, and the win. problem the problem is i'm taking memphis and it's not memphis a knock. Is gonna... memphis is better but it's not a knock on fau fau does not deserve this matchup and memphis probably shouldn't be an eight seed they beat houston in their conference championship we have two underseeded teams. We probably have a six facing a seven right now. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why they call it madness. This is the reason why it becomes madness in the first place. Yeah. Is it eight beats a nine? If, if we take away bias, <laughs> if we take, we take biased away. This is the best game in the first round. Like, wow. If, if wow. This, this game is going to be insane. I would probably say if I could not watch, if I was forced by God or some other all-knowing being, I could only watch one game in the first round, I would choose this one. Wow. Uh, FAU's particularly small, aren't they? They're not but the biggest team in the world. Yeah, and I think Memphis has just bigger guys, uh, but their best players are like, Memphis's best players are like six feet. I honestly. Oh no! Wait, I, what, wait! I just looked it up. No, FAU has a seven-one center. When? Since when did they he, have? Who's averaging eleven and six? Who's averaging eleven and six? Since or when? Ten point six and six point four to be exact. When? Where? Have I been living under a rock? Yeah, I guess so. My goodness. FAU's well, a very. In a dark a, they're a deep balanced team. I, there's nothing else to say. They have nine players playing 16 or more minutes per game. But Memphis is built for March. They're built for March. They have that it factor, I think. I mean, they just beat the best defensive team in the nation. So, so I mean, without Sasser, but they still completely – it was kind of a good old-fashioned butt-whooping. So, I still think Houston wins that game with Sasser. But, it, it, yes, it was a very impressive win by Memphis and – I feel bad for saying it because I think FAU has played one of the best surprise seasons I've ever seen by a team, but they don't win a game. Yeah. All right. Well, Watch them go to the Final Four or something. I would not be mad. <laughs> FAU, prove me wrong, please. <laughs> Austin, if I could choose a game that I'd watch out of all these games, I'd pick Duke versus Oral Roberts. Let me say this right now before we get ahead of ourselves. 
Vanover, like I said just before, is very tall. And uh, the fact is that he being 7'3", 7'4", 7'5", can guard Edie. And so if we get to the point where Purdue could play Oral Roberts, I think we have a matchup here. The problem is Oral Roberts as a team isn't great defensively, but Purdue is enough. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that when we get there. I, yeah. I, I have Oral Roberts. Duke does not have the experience that Oral Roberts does. If we talk about it, a lot of players that were on that 2021 team that made the Sweet 16 are here. And the only real old player for Duke is Jeremy Roach. And I think Aismas was a 7-3, guy that can shoot threes in Connor Vanover. I like Oral Roberts. Jake. Kevin, you can go ahead. All right, well, I'm an Oral Roberts person. Like, I, I was watching their championship game where they dominated – that when I saw Vanover, I'm like, man, they have a nice. I don't remember that when they made that run, Austin. That they had a legit. No, that was, he wasn't there. They had Kevin O'Banner back then. Now they have yeah. Connor Vanover, who came over from Arkansas. Arkansas. Yep. Where Arkansas, they lost to Duke last year, correct? Or is that two years? Yeah, they lost to Duke last year. The year before they lost. So to he Houston. has that experience too. So I really well, like their starting five. The problem is Vanover didn't play at all because we had Jalen Williams. Well, oh, yeah, but like I think he was still part of that team, so yeah, sort of, kind of, but yeah, still, it he knows what it means like to be on a run like that. But I, I like Oral Roberts. I'm glad we're on the Oral Roberts stock. Are you all right? Um, to the audiences, let me just be clear: these both these men are biased. Uh, the man Max Aismas went to their college, went to their high school. The man that picked Mizzou to win that goes okay 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 well, Max A. Smith went to their high school they got to see him play basketball we, it's a do- well documented let me put it like this let me put it very plainly very plainly Duke fouls uh or Roberts has the best assist to turnover ratio in college basketball they don't turn over the ball and they get a lot of assists they do not turn over the ball that is very they have one of the best offenses in the country they've won 18 straight games talk about hottest team in the nation duke doesn't shoot the three ball well they shoot 33.6 percent to oral roberts 36.9 they don't shoot well from the field 45 percent which is 152nd i understand duke is hot i understand they won nine straight the acc isn't good it's not and the people picking Duke just because they're Duke does not realize that it takes a minute to get a new coach acclimated. I understand he's been great this year, but the ACC has been weak. And I, I think Oral Roberts is a better team. Yes, sir. We also picked uh, Julius Marble to not advance far. And he played on the Well, because he played against another Jesuit kid in Gavin Perryman. So it doesn't right. matter because we lost Jesuit versus Jesuit yeah. in the same game. So that – Arguments null and void. All right. I know it doesn't matter, but let me give my pick. All right. Well, we know. Oral Roberts wins. Oh, nice. Not because uh, Max Ace just went to my high school, but because uh, Max Ace scores 23 points a game. Uh, Connor Vanover is 7'5 and averages, what, two something blocks a game? 3.3. He is 190. 3.3 blocks a game, over 100 (laughs) blocks over the year. Um, But people, people will look at that team and wonder, oh, just two guys. Well, how could they be that good, right? They, I mean, it's just two guys. Well, you'd be wrong. <laughs> they have uh, what's this McBride? What's that guy? Isaac McBride, who came from. McBride? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Where he come from? <laughs> oh, where would he come from? I have a guess. Uh. Oh man. Also, Austin did not say Max Aismas. He mentioned Vanover. That was I did mention Vanover. He didn't uh, mention Aismas. So not biased. You both are biased. You guys love Max Aismas. Oh, I do oh, love do Max Aismas. I can't remember. Uh, is it Vanderbilt? It's some orange or some black was... and gold team is what I remember. Where, where, where do you go? Either where, way. where do you go? Either way. Where do you go? Where do you go? Are we Jake. Is someone supposed to be looking this up? Oh, I thought, I thought, I I thought you, you had, had it pulled up. No. Yeah. Uh, Isaac McBride, it went to Vanderbilt. I cannot believe I was right. That's insane. I got the guy. They're going to think I'm cheating. Oh, man. I can't believe I got that right. But yeah. He... Uh, Isaac McBride, not other than the fact that he went to Vanderbilt, he shoots 41% from three. Uh, Kareem Thompson, I'm looking at these stats, shoots 39.2% from three. Patrick Mwamba 
shoots 39.1% from three, and Deshaun Weaver shoots 42% from three. They also average around 37 rebounds per game. Um, that's good enough for me. They're, I think they're, they're going to they, – it might be a – I don't want to say it's going to be a blowout, but it might just be a blowout, guys. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm okay. not – I'm not – I think yeah, you're I'm a little, not going I think you're a little bit right. biased there. All right. <laughs> biased? Biased where? <laughs> I don't know, man. Where is my bias? I, I think it's going to be a close one. I like Duke this down, year. I like Duke this year. Maybe it Duke comes down year. to a clutch Max Aceman's three. That's what probably happens. I don't believe – I think Duke's inexperience and freshman – their freshman experience is going to hurt them here. Right. Uh, and I do think it'll be 10-something points. Not because I, I liked UNC six years ago, because I really don't hate Duke. I like the squad that they have. I like the kids, but I just don't see it in them. Oh, there's a bias that we could also add. Yeah, you can add, but I don't hate Duke. Throughout the whole right. my whole time, like liking UNC, I never hated Duke. All right. Well, let's go to Tennessee versus uh, Louisiana. Expert. This is also interesting. This is also very interesting because <laughs> uh, Tennessee has not been playing very well. I think they lost. I think they've been very. They played very poorly. I think they lost like seven of their last ten. Uh, six. 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 Five. Close enough. I mean. Um, they're not very two, great for two, three. two of those games against Mizzou. Yes, two yeah. against Mizzou. Make sure y'all remember that one, and they're a higher seed. Um, they're not very good from three. They have like one or two guys who can hit the three. Um, they're very inconsistent. They're also – and, I mean, after losing Ziegler uh, to the ACL tear, their defense has significantly declined in quality. Um, and – the the Cajuns, while they're a pretty poor free throw shooting team, they they like to rebound the ball and they can shoot the ball. And well, so they, their, their best game. player is a six eleven forward, averaging nineteen and nine. Yeah, that's kind of promising to me. Um, and so honestly, I might pick the upset here again. I'm going Louisiana. I'm going Louisiana as well. Louisiana so, has a big man while shooting thirty seven point eight percent from three. There you go. Right. I understand they don't shoot the free throw well. But Tennessee isn't that much better. 71.4 versus 68.4. That's 3%. But I, I think Louisiana is going to be clutch. They're going to be an underdog. They know that. But I think they're ready for the moment. And I think Ziegler being out is the difference. If they had Ziegler, I would take Tennessee. Yeah, um, I agree. And uh, now, does this fulfill your stat, Austin, with a four seed? Yes, a so top four seed must lose. This does fulfill. All right. Now we go to Kentucky and Providence. This one's tough for me. A Bryce Hopkins return game. I don't know. They about shoot. They literally, literally, both teams shoot a forty-five point nine percent from the field. Both forty-five point nine. Kentucky thirty-five point four percent from three. Providence thirty-five point one. They had the same splits from the field and from three, basically. Providence is a better free throw shooting team, but. It's gonna be come down. It's gonna come down to rebounding, and I. Kentucky I, has Shibway. I, well, Providence is Hopkins, but the difference is really gonna be rebounding, and I think it's gonna be a really close game where Kentucky barely pulls it out. I'm right there with you. I'm. I'm still. I've been going back and forth. I'm like, uh, Providence. I like them. I like Cooley never comes out with a bad team, uh, but Kentucky, and they have they brought everyone back. <laughs> They got Shibwe, and I believe Shibwe. I mean, I feel like after losing the first round last year, they're, they, they're not going to let themselves lose in the first round this year, especially with how good and intense and the mindset of Shibwe and his uh, ferocity in the, on the boards. He's going to will, will can, uh, not can, Kentucky themselves to – he's going to will themselves to a win. I agree. All right, Kentucky, there we go. Now K-State versus Montana State. Montana State's not bad, but, I mean, they shoot about the same percentages in K-State plays against much harder teams. I know there's some injuries happening with K-State, but and I understand Raekwon battle's really good, but Montana State was struggling in their Big uh, big Sky tournament a little bit. I know Kansas State obviously did as well. They lost their first game. But I think the, uh, the depth of uh, K-State is going to be shown here. I know they have injuries, but they still have a good six guys that can get buckets. I agree. K-State wins this. All right. K-State. There we go. Now, Michigan State versus USC. Oh, look at the true shooting percentage. 
55 for both teams. Uh, the difference is that Michigan State shoots 39.5% from three, which is third in the nation. I'm going Michigan State. That three-point percentage is amazing. They have a lot to play for. They're one of the best free throw and three-point shooting teams, which normally correlates to at least one win. Uh, Tyson Walker is really good. I, I, I think Michigan State has a trip on their shoulder, and they're going to win. While Michigan State does shoot 39% from, from three, and – they are a great ball. They they are a great squad. Um, USC does have a couple players who can shoot the three if they wish and can make it. They have Boogie Ellis who shoots what thirty nine percent from three. Uh, Peterson can shoot very well. I haven't seen him play poor like too poorly. Um, and then uh, Kobe Johnson, I think he shoots like thirty six percent from three, which is adequate. But he also averaged two point two steals a game, and. Uh, I feel like the USC's offense is going to give Michigan State a run for their money. Um, and I, I like Boogie Ellis as a ball player. Um, Peterson is a is a great rebounding guard. Um, and so, yeah, I, I believe USC pulls this one out as the 10-7 upset. Oh. But the problem is USC has some very bad losses this year. They, they lost, obviously, to um, Oregon State not that long ago. They got blown out by Oregon. They, they have a loss against FGCU. I, uh, the bad losses hurt for me, and I don't think they have enough uh, firepower against this great shooting team of Michigan State. So That could be true, and I'm, I'm still um, fighting my mind on this one. It's, it's going to be tough. I'm, I'm, I'm figuring that one out. But at this very moment in time, it's USC. This that one, to me, is – really a toss-up like I I think I saw something like Michigan State is not playing well lately and neither is USC uh USC is six and four Michigan State's five and five but Michigan State's losses are against much better opponents so it all cancels out all right so who will I pick and I, I think I might have to change to Michigan State too. I mean, oh sweet, on a pick, nice. Yeah, it's it's there too good. Go. It's, it's it's too good a shooting. Shooting matters in March. Yeah, they're too good of a shooting team, and they've consistently shot the ball well. And so, even if one of them decides to have a bad game, the other three or four of them are going to pick them up. So, yeah. All right, Michigan so State Michigan State now Marquette versus Vermont. Marquette, 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 Yep. Dang. All right, now Marquette versus Michigan State. Marquette, 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 Marquette. Marquette by 18 plus. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, shaking it up. Now K-State <laughs> versus Kentucky. Wait, Kevin, do you agree with those? No, oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. K-State struggled recently. I Kentucky has a harder strength to schedule. I think they're going to be in, uh, invigorated, like you said, Jake, from last year. I, I think they make the Sweet 16. I have Kentucky. Really? Hmm. That's interesting. K-State has a great defense, and they score the ball well, too. And so they play well on both sides of the ball. Um, but they, they have some not the best losses. They've their own two of their last two games. They've, they've yes. lost to Oklahoma and Texas Tech in their past 10. Mm-hmm. I mean – Kentucky does have a bad loss against Georgia, but the other two losses they've had in their last uh, eight games are against Vanderbilt, who's one of the hottest teams in the nation as well. And I know they didn't make the tournament, but yeah. still. Yeah. Um, and K-State doesn't necessarily shoot the ball ex- extravagantly well from three. Um, they have a couple guys who can shoot very adequately. Um, but other than that, they're very – Poor shooting, poor three-point shooting team, but their defense is pretty good, um, and they they do rebound the ball, and they have the size to compete with uh, with Oscar Shibwe, and I still don't believe in this Kentucky team. Um, no matter how hot they've been towards the end of the season, I'm gonna have to go K State. I know you say they can rebound the ball, but 135th isn't the greatest. I, I, I'm. I'm confident that the rebound battle will be won by Kentucky by a sizable margin, and Oscar Shibo will have his way. 
So I think he's going to have a legacy game here against K-State and kind of show why he is one of the better players in the last decade for Kentucky. So it's my yeah my final yeah. decision. Awesome. We had a nice run. I'm going to side with Jake. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure you did that I... just to break up the, uh, the stream. But, yeah. <laughs> well, like, also, I just don't really trust Kentucky, but – I also do not like picking a two and three seed matching up in the Sweet Sixteen. But wait, Kentucky's uh, the six. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're, yeah, I don't want a two and three seed facing. Yeah. So like, I thought about picking a six, but I think I'm going to ride with K State. I just don't really trust Kentucky. I don't trust K State. Those losses against Oklahoma and Texas Tech are deep in my mind. I mean, I mean, I mean, remember Texas Tech didn't even have their head coach. True. So I I don't trust K State, but I also I understand the distrust in uh, Kentucky, and I think we could do this right now. Marquette by twenty against either one of yes. the two. Yes. Wait, who, wait, who lost to Oklahoma State? Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. Uh, K State lost to Oklahoma and Texas Tech. Okay, well, they also beat Baylor twice. They beat Kansas, and they beat Texas. Baylor struggled recently, though. It's they beat them twice, though, and they're not a they're not a shabby. They beat they're not Texas, a terrible team. The hottest team. They, beat, they lost to they Texas though mighty, recently. Mighty, mighty Texas. They haven't beat Texas, Texas in the last ten. Texas is good. Uh huh. Sure. I'm just saying, K State has proven themselves um, to to have to be able to beat the top teams, and Kentucky is not one of those. And so I, I trust both teams are inconsistent. I'll say that. Yes, will... yes, both teams are incredibly yes, inconsistent. Both right. of these teams get twenty balled by Marquette. I agree. Marquette Marquette demolished. You can only yeah. put Marquette. Yes, we are yeah, Marquette already clicked. <laughs> um but now, come on, Austin. I know I know you want to do it with me. Um Oral Roberts versus Louisiana. Experience. Do you want to say, say it on three? Sure. Yeah, three. When it count out, I'm pretty three. sure Jake against from us just to mess it up but sure yeah. we can do it three two, two one, one. Oral louisiana roberts. Oral roberts you went louisiana kevin i i thought i was gonna get jake saying louisiana too but not no, no. Oral roberts nope Oral roberts wins Let's this go. experience matters yeah yep they have been over and this other good guard what an underrated team man yep memphis versus purdue i'm going to start this one off Memphis wins. Memphis. Let's go, Memphis. Memphis uh, wins. Memphis is built for March. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. If you now, can stop wins. if you can slow down Zach Eady, uh Purdue is not as good as a one seed should be. Yeah. Um this is just a fraudulent bracket. There's a lot of tough teams. Except Marquette. So who will meet Marquette? Memphis. Memphis will meet Marquette. I, I love I love Oral Roberts. Memphis is built for March. I can say it a hundred times. They are built for March. All right. So now, who wins? Memphis Marquette. or Marquette? Marquette. Marquette Nichols game. I think this game's going to be All really right. close. Memphis is. I'll say for the a hundred time. Memphis is built for March, but Marquette is built for April. Yep. All right. Now we are in the final region, and then we still have the final four to get to. Now. <laughs> Kansas versus Howard. Come on now. We can skip this. One. Howard. Yeah, Kansas. <laughs> All right. Kevin said Howard. Kansas. That's fine. All right now. The Hogs versus the Illini. All teams are so inconsistent. I'm going I like Arkansas. I, I'm going to Arkansas because of their uh, ability to uh, play at home and the road. Uh, Illinois. Both teams are four and six in the last ten. Both teams have not been great. Illinois, though, is zero and five on the road, while Arkansas is two and two. Arkansas has experience; they've been the, the one of two teams to make the back-to-back elite eight. I'm going Arkansas. It's really close. I, 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 I'm going Arkansas. I agree. Arkansas. Yeah. They just have too. They have too deep of a squad to have performed as poorly as they did this year. Well, injuries, injuries. Injuries. We would have a nine-man roster yeah. if in, uh, injuries would happen. It wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And if Trayvon Brazil was here, I would legitimately have us in the, uh, have uh, Arkansas in the Final Four. But without Brazil, I'm Trayvon Brazil's not that good. I got to watch him for a year. Uh, you didn't watch him at the beginning <laughs> of this season. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was just being a little bit of a hater. 
Um, yeah, I'm just yeah. The Hogs right. win. That's it. All right, we have the Hogs advancing to face the Jayhawks. But before we do that, St. Mary's versus VCU. Two of my favorite teams in the country. Two of my favorite teams in the country. It's first one of the best defenses in the country in VCU versus one of the better shooting teams in the country in St. Mary's. Jake, please help me. I picked VCU for this one. I'll pick VCU because you did. When I when I tell you this is this is probably the only one I am truly 50-50 on. I have no idea. This is I have no Mary's idea. Is just an all right offensive team. They're really great defensively, but so is VCU, and they're gonna it's gonna be a low score. VCU's matchup. a better defensive team. And I, I yeah. but St. Mary's is a better offensive team, but St. Mary's, like you said, isn't a great offensive team. And I VC I'm fine with the VCU pick. Like I said, I'm truly 50-50. Whatever you guys would have – whatever our March Madness expert would have said, I would have agreed with. <laughs> All right. I would have picked VCU as well. So now we go to Iona versus UConn. I have UConn winning this by a landslide. U- UConn by 35. I know Rick Pitino such right. a great head coach. But Marist came back and cut it to a three-point game, who was 14-19 and 19 during the year. Uh, against Iona. Iona has two good shooters, but they're not – they press too much. And I understand you can do that in your conference, Iona, but you can't press UConn. No. You can't. Not press UConn because – the, right. Yeah, they're going to press They're gonna press UConn, and then UConn's going to be up by 20, and then Ripetino's going to be like, stop pressing, and then they're going to lose by 30. So Iona's not as good. I know their record's good, but they struggled in their conference tournament. Not, I know they won it, but – I'm not as much on the train as other people are. All right. Now we go TCU versus ASU or Nevada. Okay, so TCU is one of the worst shooting teams in the country. Like, literally bottom 15 shooting the ball. I think Nevada beats Arizona State because Nevada is one of the best shooting free throw shooting teams in the country, 79%. Compare that to TCU – they're nine percent better. Nine. Seventy-nine point one versus seventy point one. I have Nevada beating TCU. I do not have Nevada beating TCU because TCU does have quite the ferocious defense. They are intimidating and will not let you get past the they're just so in there they play in your face. They play on ball and it's it's, it's exciting to watch. And they're also, even though they don't shoot the ball particularly well, they don't have a bad offense. They can score the ball. They do have players who can shoot the ball if they're playing well that day. And I believe I, I believe in – I also like their mascot. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like my mascot pick for the year. I always have one. And TCU is the one. I like that. I like that. I'm sticking with Nevada. I don't think the mascot argument got me. <laughs> I'm going to go with TCU. So Okay. I yeah I just I think they'll at least get one win. Now we go to Gonzaga versus GCU. I like the GCU story. I like the fact that hey I I saw like the Drew family bracket where it has Bryce Drew the coach of GCU playing against uh, Baylor in the championship game because Scott Drew's his brother and all that. But let's be honest, no one on GCU can stop Drew Timmy. Nope. Yep. So, all right, Gonzaga. Now, Boise State versus Northwestern. Two of the best defenses. Interesting. Two, two really good defenses. Yeah. It it came down for me. It came. Harry Austin, you can go first, so I can formulate my thoughts. Okay. Uh, I have Northwestern. It's it's so close. Like literally, they're one spot away from each other on uh, defense. And I understand Northwest, uh, I mean, Boise State's a better offensive team, but what Northwestern has had to go through in the Big Ten, uh, Boo Booey is in is so good. He's, I, I think they have enough players here. They have the size. Uh, I'm going Northwestern. I'm fine with the Boise State pick. Boise State's really good. I think Northwestern has showed that in their conference, they can have one of the best defenses in the country. 
And I, I think they have that one great star player to carry them through to the next round. I agree. I, I right. have Northwestern winners uh, for mo- many right. of those reasons. Northwestern. And now UCLA versus UNCA. UCLA's got it. UNC Asheville. Whoa! <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. All right. I told you Austin? UCLA's uh, defense. Their injuries. They have too many injuries. And I think the fact that a 6'10 Drew Pember is the best player on UCA, uh, UNC Asheville, averaging 21-9, and 21.2 and 9.4 to be exact, while averaging 2.3 blocks and almost a steal per game. They also have a second player in Taiwan Jones that is extremely good, 6'5 uh, guard, 15 and 5.2. They have the size. I I think, look, I'm going risky. I told you you weren't, you weren't going to out – uh, risky me with your picks here, and I, I've kind of proven that to be true in taking UNC Asheville. Look, I, I bet you guys are both going to take UCLA, and I'm, I'm just talking out the wind here, but uh, I think UNC Asheville, back-to-back years of 15 seeds, if there is a 15 seed, this is a one. UNC Asheville is clear and far away the best 15 seed, and uh, I think they have a matchup here against an injured UCLA team that struggled against uh, the size of Arizona, and I think they'll struggle against uh, Drew Pember and not be able to make up for their losses that are off the court. Yeah. Um, UCLA lost Jalen Clark, uh, which was huge. I think they probably could have won the national championship with him. Um, but, I mean, they still have Hawkes and Campbell and Amari Bailey. They are still one of the elite defensive teams in the nation. They force turnovers, and that is one of UNC Asheville's uh, kryptonites. Uh, I, I, I will say this. Bona, they're really only UCLA's only true tall player that they play a good bit. Uh, Bona is a game-time decision. And if Bona, their only player above 6'6", who plays – Solid minutes because they're they do have some six nine guys, but those guys average one point per game, so I'm not going to count those guys. Uh, they play a six man roster, or I, I get yeah, they're going to have a six man roster. And if Bowen is out, they're going to have a five man roster of guys who actually play minutes. And they also, I guess, seven with Nuwu who plays 11 minutes per game, and Dylan Andrews who plays yeah. 10.6, but they already they play six normally with Jalen Clark. And he's yeah. out. And I think I, yeah. I think Bona's a game time decision. If Bona doesn't play, UNC Asheville by ten. He, yeah. Who is guarding him? You gotta put Hawkins on him? Is that what we're doing now? I'm telling bring you. Bring in uh bring in the freshman, man. They have some they have some tall freshmen. They'll throw I, in there. But for that to be you're not gonna be nervous first actual. Oh, they're gonna be nervous, of course. Look, look, UNC if they're I agree. I don't even like this UCLA team. Um, and if there is going to be a 15 seed upset, it will be this game. Um, and I shouldn't be skeptical based on the history of March Madness, but um, it's so hard for <laughs> for those low teams to beat these top teams. And I agree. I, I, I think the stars the stars are aligning. The stars are a bona game time decision is out. <laughs> the stars are aligning. The stars are aligning. Kevin, you're the one to break this up. I know Jake chose UCLA, so. You know what? You convinced me, Austin. UNCA. <laughs> Kevin loves me today. All, all the, all the, all the. All I the always picks. love you, Austin. Oh, I, I appreciate It's not that. a stupid pick. It's not a crazy pick. I just like playing it safe. You were talking about how our top was too safe, and now. Yeah, you got to risk it for got, the biscuit. Yeah, man. exactly. I, yeah, there is such a thing as too safe. I said I like playing it sometimes. I meant to say I like playing it a little safe. And with the, with right. the two seeds, with the one through two, through three seeds, I like to play it safe. We still, we still appreciate you. But it, it, it makes sense. We're not going risky for no reason. Like this is no, no. This is. I mean, I if I if this happens, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, you see, they lost. I mean, it's if, especially if bon- especially if Bone is out, who's their only true big man, and yeah. the big man being the main uh, factor for UNC Asheville. I mean, it it matters. It, it there, matters. There, and, and, and here's here's a fact. Here's a fact. Taiwan Jones. I forgot to say this, Jake. On six attempts per game from three, 45.6 
on six attempts per game from oh. three. 45.6, or second best player, averaging 15 points per game. No, yeah, UNC Asheville shoots the shoots the ball very well from three. And and their 6'10", Drew Pember, 37% on four attempts. And they also have uh, uh, Fletcher uh, Abbey, who shoots 42% on four attempts per game. I'm telling you, this is the team. It, all you guys out there who want to pick a 15 seed, this is it. This is I the know. team. I, I, I think Bone is going to play, though. Well, I mean, it's the whole point about picking your brackets. You don't know, right? It's, it's just game time decision. It doesn't even say probable. Game, no, time, game, time does not, game time does not make me think, what if UCLA is like, oh, it's a 15 seed. It's a 15. If they say, oh, it's a 15 seed, they're losing this game by 15. I'm not joking. UNC Asheville should not be a, a 15 seed. I'll just say that. I think this team's better than Iona, and Iona got a uh, a 13 seed. Oh, they're a good team. They're a, they're a phenomenal team. A 27 and 17 being a 15 seed is kind of kind of. No, they're they're highly underrated, and they are incredibly dangerous. Um, yeah, I just yeah, they're good. They're good, and they can shoot the ball very well. Uh, I just don't. I don't like making those picks. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. It's a big, no big deal. I just don't like. And that's why we're. Picks. And that's why you're here. Yeah. To Talk some sense into us. But, uh, <laughs> we we will not. All right, now we got Northwestern versus UNCA. Northwestern's defense is too good, and they're healthy, which is the difference. And I think the uh, the fact that they're they have Bowie, who I think will be. Very good. Uh, the Big Ten's a different animal come defense this year. And uh, I'm really big on Northwestern. I think Northwestern's a very good team. I like the 15-seed uh, story, but we're not having back-to-back-to-back 15 seeds go to the Sweet 16. We're not going to have something that's so out of this world crazy. And Northwestern has a seven-footer. And Matthew Nicholson, who should play in this game, unless something absolutely crazy happens in their game against Boise State. So they have the size to match. You again, Asheville could win this game. I would not be shocked, but I think Northwestern's defense, which I think is better than uh, UCLA's, because of their matchups and the fact that UCLA doesn't have Jalen Clark. I'm picking Northwestern. I agree. All right. I agree as well. Northwestern. Now, TCU versus Gonzaga. Zags. Yeah, Zags by 10. I don't think Gonzaga can. TCU cannot stop Timmy. I I don't think they can. They're the Zags. I mean, come on. It's Mark Fuse we're talking about here. That's my argument. (laughs) It's a pretty good one. I I don't. It's a good one. VCU versus UConn. UConn, I think by 20. Ooh, by 20? All right. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. I have UConn, but I don't have them by 20. I say UConn by five. Oh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll, make, I'll make it 14. Okay. Ooh. Thank you for being at least a little respectful to one of the best <laughs> defensive teams in the country. But I'll make it 14. Ninth in defensive okay. rating, but okay. Well, 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 again, I agree with you. UConn's better. They will win, but not by 20. There's no shot. All right. Kansas versus Arkansas. What Arkansas are we getting is the question I have to ask Arkansas. If we're getting the best version of Arkansas, Arkansas, but I don't think we are. Uh, Musselman has been very outraged. He, he cannot keep his composure. Uh, Nick Smith Jr. is calming him down mid-game. I, I believe Arkansas has the talent, but Kansas – probably reinvigorated by the stints that had to be put in Bill Self's heart. Uh, we'll beat this team into the next round, and I have Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. I mean, it's Jalen Wilson. It's Dejuan Harris, that senior leadership. Um, yeah, Kansas is going to win. Arkansas has proven time and time again they can't win big games. All right. <clears throat> Who does Kansas make it to the Elite Eight? No. Kansas does oh. not make it to the Elite Eight. Awesome. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, wow. UConn's yes, sir. UConn's really right. good. UConn's really UConn, good. UConn is very you, good this year, gentlemen. UConn by one. 
by one. All right. I say UConn by like ten. Oh wow! All right. I think I think the the freshman uh, Grady Dick is gonna have a a, a nice little. Um, he's gonna get a little real life defense here. Uh, let me UConn. Let me... What? Go ahead. You, uh, Kansas losing by twenty versus Texas shows something. Yes. And I, I yes. UConn's only two losses in our last uh, ten games are to Creighton, who I think is really good by three, and Marquette by two. So do you remember? Do you remember my my criteria? Rebounding, as, as educate us. Rebounding, defense, and depth. And these are all things that UConn has. They rebound 39 boards a game. They have a guy who shoots, what is this, 40.8 from three, 40.8% from uh, Caravan shoots that. Calcaterra shoots 44.6 from three. Adama Sonogo, the big boy, shoots 35%. Sonogo is so good. Sonogo is so good. Hawkins and Newton both shoot 36% from three. Um, and they they're, they're rebounding guards. They match up well because they because of their size against other guards in the league. Um, also, they pass the ball. Kansas has some injury concerns, not major, but they do have some depth in, depth injuries. And UConn's depth is they have zero injuries. Sonogo is insane. UConn in a very close game. UConn averages seventeen assists per game. That's amazing to me. And so they 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 move the ball. They play play great defense they can block they can shoot they can they can they do everything UConn UConn beats Kansas this year all right spicing it up do you agree with that Kevin you never gave us a your take I was gonna pick Kansas but I think they go a little bit farther but I just think Kansas yeah but I would love it if Kansas lost Uh, but now Gonzaga versus Northwestern Gonzaga Gonzaga all right. Now, who will take our final spot in the final four in the perfect bracket? UConn. Huskies. Ooh, okay. All right. I was going to go with Gonzaga. So, the final four, as you can see on our screen, we have Bama facing Marquette and Houston face, facing UConn. Let's go. Which one Which one are we feeling? I don't like guys? either because they hurt my brain. Yeah, expert. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's let's start with let's start with the one that's gonna hurt our brain the least, and I think that might be Bama and Marquette. All right. Um, so let's take a step back and let's really think about these two teams. All right. What does Marquette have? All right. Let's think about it. Uh, they have veteran leadership. They have three point shooting. They are not good at rebounding the ball. They do. They are not good at rebounding the ball, and so this matchup against Bama is troublesome for them, despite how good their defense may be. Um, and so that's a factor that we need to think about when we're making this decision. What are your thoughts, Austin? You see, I would have San Diego State here. I made that evident before, and <laughs> that good callback to part one. Yeah, good callback. If you guys didn't watch that, you have to. It's it's uh, a great You'd be lead. Up. Really confused if you clicked on this episode. <laughs> yeah, please watch the other one first. Um, and the crazy part is that I would have had San Diego State going to the final with their defense, Ooh, but all right in this matchup. Man. I'm gonna I, would have to go, I would have to go Bama. I would have to go Bama oh. as well. Wow. I was going to go Marquette. Marquette's not but... good enough rebounding the ball. They're not. Mm-hmm. And Bama has too much size. Yeah. So you think Bama, with everything that's happened, makes it yes. to the finals? Yes. No one on that team is a criminal. It, it, it's just the fact that I, I think they're – like, while I have them losing to San Diego State, their team is built like a champion. And that is scary for anyone that has to face them. And that would even be a problem rebounding against San Diego State, who's 112th against uh, Marquette's 317. 
So that's almost 150 spots better. Marquette's not good enough rebounding the ball to get past a team that can also do something else amazing. And with Alabama, that is scoring. With San Diego State, that is defense. Marquette's very, very good. And I wanted to have a a Big East championship. I wanted to. But unfortunately, Marquette's not good enough. Nope. All right. Now, who will face Bama in the championship? Houston or UConn? I got the Huskies. I don't know. Um, I have the Huskies. I'm a firm believer in the, the Huskies this year. I just think they have all the stop, tools. Stop, stop me, Jake, because I'm, I'm lost. Yeah. Um, well, I already mentioned why I like UConn this year. and But I will – Why Why better than Houston, though, who's <laughs> also really good in all those statistics that you just mentioned? Size. Um, Sonogo can get boards – He's 6'9", but he's 250, uh, and that that's a big man, in my opinion. Um, they also have Klingon, the freshman, who is 7'2". <laughs> uh, this team rebounds the ball, and if I know anything about national champions is that they rebound the ball. And no matter how good defenses are, um, the team that rebounds the ball will usually win the ball game. And... They and they're not bad shooting. They're a solid shooting team, and they they pass the ball amazingly well. Seventeen assists per game, and passing the ball, getting the the tempo moving very quickly is something that I would like to see Houston. Uh, they they didn't fare well against it against Memphis, and they didn't have Sasser. But I mean, even without Sass, even with Sasser, they it was going to be a close game against Memphis of all teams. And Me- Memphis isn't a bad team, but it's still they're not they're not UConn. The difference um, in rebounding isn't much. The difference is 38.8 for Houston, 39 flat for UConn. I'm really close. I'm on the edge of my seat. Me too. I I, I would love to watch this game, but I'll go with the March Madness expert himself and take UConn. All right. I think I'm going to do the same pick. We're going to go with our expert. Yeah, and Houston, UConn. they do rebound the ball, but these are they're, – they're freshmen – I think one of them's a freshman, and the other is six foot seven, um, and so that that's something that concerns me. Um, no matter how deep Houston is, because they are deep and they play, have a lot of t- players that play a lot of minutes, um, they're not a great shooting team. <laughs> and no matter how good defensively they are and how good their defensive scheme is, I think UConn is the team to exploit it. The UConn right. that that game would go to. Overtime or double overtime, like that is. I, I honestly I think like. So too. It is such a. I don't know. Like, this is this is what makes it so fun to pick because of games like this where they aren't obvious, and those aren't obvious picks is really what makes it worthwhile making a bracket. Because if it was all obvious, everyone would have a perfect bracket. But that's why we have Jake is to make ours. So yes, uh, I guess we're on to the national championship. Yes, Bama, number one Bama versus number four UConn. I think because I would have San Diego State in this matchup, I have to go UConn because I don't Ooh. want a team that I have out in the Sweet 16 as our winner. So <laughs> I, I'm going to go UConn. Yep, for all the reasons that I gave, uh, UConn will win this game. They have the size to match up with Bama and the experience to just simply out-experience Bama. Um, I and, agree. And I think Brandon Miller can't be Brandon Miller forever, can he? He has to mess up at some point, right? He, he has to have one bad game, they right? Have such a, they have such a hard route. I mean, think about it. Yeah. San Diego State, Arizona, Marquette, UConn. That is such a tough a flurry of games in a row for Brandon Miller to have to be not just that guy, but him. He has to be him. I know that's a popular saying nowadays, but he has to be. He has to be different. Mm-hmm. And you can only be that good for so long. We saw that last year with Paolo, really. Paolo was really carrying Duke through a lot of those games, making some great plays, but you can't you can't do it every game. And I think nope. eventually I have it being earlier, but at any point if if Brandon Miller against Arizona, against Marquette, against San Diego State, against UConn, if this is actually what happens if we do get a perfect bracket, if at any point he is not him, if he's not Brandon Miller, they lose. 
He is Bama falls. Bama falls. Bama, Brandon Miller. Bama falls when Brandon Miller does. Yep. And, uh, and so and it's just it's it's all a matter of when. <laughs> it's all a matter of when if, it happens. Or if technically. I think yeah. it's bound to happen. I haven't seen him fall once this season. I don't remember a time when he's fell. Um, oh, as a as as someone who's watched him play all year, there's been so many times where I thought this is it. This is where we actually get to see a freshman act like a freshman. Nope. But I think I think in this national championship game, I have it being earlier. But if this is what happens and this is the perfect bracket, I think this is where he maybe has ten points because he's just being smothered, and that is. Uh, it's tough to see for a Bama fan, but you guys have football in the future. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're all in agreement. UConn is the national championship. Now for the tiebreaker. Winner, uh, what's the spread? Or what's the, the, combined what's the final score? score? Combined scores. So, or is it final score? Or no, not combined score. Final score? Final score. My final, final score. score, I like to do in national championships five to six point changes. Uh, differences, so I'm gonna have to say around a seventy to sixty-five. That's my pick. I think it's gonna be more defensive. I'll go sixty-eight, sixty-two. All right, I'm gonna go sixty-eight. We'll go. We'll do a mix. Seventy to sixty-eight. Wow. <laughs> sixty-eight. That's a different mix. We both. Yeah. I went by six. You went by five. But well, yeah. you just said be a little bit closer. I thought you were going to say like 69, 64. Yeah, because that actually would have been in the middle. But <laughs> all right, do you want to go 69, 64? I mean, you're it's your bracket, Kevin. You you you're the one. Oh, who has yeah. our bracket. It's our bracket. It's I know it's our bracket, but you're the one who has it the the screen pulled up. If you want to go yeah. 70, 68, we'll, we'll go 69, 64. Okay. All right. There it is. We're going to close the bracket. There it is. And uh, we're going to go back to the dashboard to see if anyone else joined. There are only six members. This can all be one of y'all can join. And if you win, you get a liner. And one of those liners was included in this show. The next one should be included in the next one where we have Jake. Jake, thank you so much for doing this. We, we are confident in all our picks. Any final thoughts? I just hope the next time when we inevitably do a review with our March Madness expert, hopefully he's happy along with all of us because we, we did the impossible. Oh, likely not. Hey, it, it, you love to dream. Hey. I love to dream. I got to tell you that our, our overall bracket was scarily similar to, to my personal bracket. I'm assuming okay. that UNC Asheville did not have an inclusion, but. UNC Asheville did not have an inclusion. <laughs> However, I, I I like the squad that I, I like the the picks I've made this year and uh, I, I believe in it. So and reminder, you can add two brackets, Jake. You can't add another one. It's two brackets for anyone that is not a host because we have this bracket and our own. And if one of those wins, no one wins. But that's it. Thank you for joining us, Jake Austin. Great seeing you as always. That's all we got. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.